We have Graham in the studio with us this yeah. morning. Welcome, morning, Graham. Graham. Good morning. Um, Good um, morning. Yeah. What a fascinating morning. I've learned so much about vegetables. Yeah, who'd have thought, <laughs> right? Who'd have thought? Uh, when I woke up this morning, I didn't think today's the day when I find out about non-green vegetables. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know there were so many. I know, right? Who, who, who'd have thought it? Thing is, I, thought, I thought Phoebe came up with some, some great uh, answers. Yeah, you. you were a bit harsh. Uh, wow. <laughs> I'm just obeying the rules of the game. Well, that's what they always say. Yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah, obeying yeah. the rules. Yeah. <laughs> well, Graham, welcome. It's lovely Thanks. to have you in the studio with us this morning. Um, and you're coming here to talk to us, really, about kind of what we're doing next as a church and what we're looking at next. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, you mentioned that we're kind of we're going to be starting to look at the five foundations of City Church. What are those five foundations? Well, um, we've been when I say we, the the leadership team, hmm. uh, have been talking about because you think about well what you're doing, but you really need to know why you're doing it. And obviously, we we do it because we believe in Jesus. We know the love of God. We've we've encountered him but we we try to be a bit more specific about things which are we think are um, strong suits if you like with city church the things that are really important to us and it's not that other churches don't do these things of course because we're, we're all doing these things but um, so the the first one and the reason that I'm talking about this now is because over the next few weeks we're going to just explore some of these uh, a little bit on Sundays and give everybody the opportunity to um, sort of comment into those but to think about them as well so we we haven't we haven't come up with something that's really clearly defined it's more of a discussion but we we've had to start the discussion off mm. so the first is uh, one which uh, has always been true of us and it's about the presence of God the that's a really strong thing and an important thing yeah. to us we're, we're always expecting and anticipating that God will, will meet us in a, a face-to-face way, not just when we're, we're together, though obviously when we are together, but the way that we, we think about our worship, the way we think about our meetings and our prayer, but also the way we, we set ourselves individually. Um, when we're praying on our own, or small groups or so on, there's, there's an anticipation of, of reality and encounter and, and you know, the, the promise of God is that he's with us always. So that's the first one. Um, do you want to go, do you want to, do you want to, so what are the five? Do you want to list Oh, you want all? me to run yeah, through the five? Yeah, run through the five and then okay. we'll, go, we'll, we'll give you some more time oh, on each one. I should have written this down on a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> so the first is the, the presence. The, the, the second is to do with family and community and belonging. Yeah. Um, the third is to do with mission and hope. The fourth, the fourth's a bit more nebulous at the moment. Um, and uh, we haven't really tied it down, but it's to do with transformation. Transformation both in the individual, but also in their circumstances and the situation and out into society, wherever the church touches that. So that includes areas like... Um, stewardship of the environment, um, what happens in, in somebody's work situation, a school situation, a mm. neighbourhood, whatever it is. Mm. And the fifth one, I think I'm up to five now, yeah, the yeah. fifth one is, thanks for keeping track, <laughs> um, is unity. Mm-hmm. Great. So um, you've already spoken a bit about the presence of God. Yeah. And you know, as 
part of the worship team, you know, when we're leading worship, especially when we do it together, you know, that's yeah. a real, you know, the heart of what we're wanting to do is get into the presence of God and, and, and um, you know, just worship him there. Um, so how do you see the presence of God, um, you sort of already touched it a little bit, influencing what we do? I think it's living with an awareness of his closeness, mm-hmm. that he is not a remote being in any way, but he is into it. I mean, he lives in us by his Holy Spirit. That's the whole, the, the whole purpose of salvation is that, that we, we live with him inside us. He wants to make his home in us. Mm. But as well as that... Um, you can, you can live in your home and take it for granted and not look after it well. And we want to look after the presence of, of God well. You remember the story when Jesus was baptised and um, the Holy Spirit came to him in the form of a dove. Yeah. Now imagine that that happens to every individual and that we walk around with a dove on our shoulders. Just think how carefully we think about the way that we walk through the world the way that we interact with people the the movements that we make if we were that conscious the whole time of wanting to be aware of uh, the the presence of, of God so as you know we're here now and people are wherever they are watching this at whenever yeah. they are you know he has the capacity to to settle with them and for them to know his presence right at this moment. Yeah, mm. definitely. Mm. Oh, thank Great. you. Yeah, Great. that was that was fabulous about the presence of God. Can you tell us a little bit more about the family and community? Yeah. Part of yes, I can. Uh, I think I mean, this this seems a kind of obvious thing to me, but probably just because I've been in mm. part of City Church for such a long time. But uh, the Bible talks about. God's family, and it talks about Israel being a family, uh, and it takes that metaphor on into the the New Testament, and and we take that really seriously. We we care for one another. We look after people when people are not well or are struggling. We we aim to support them when people mm-hmm. are in a position of strength and health, and they they look to feed into the the community. Um, so it's family, it's community, it's a sense of belonging people we all need a, a sense of, of belonging you know so i'm i'm widowed i live on my own now and uh, uh i think certainly in the the immediate aftermath of, of anne's death i was more conscious than ever of being surrounded by and supported by a family and that was so important to me it still is important but at at that period it was especially so but i I know I have a place to belong. I'm not, I come across many Christians who don't have that to the same degree and we value that very highly and I don't know, your reflections on that would be interesting because you've not been in the church as as long as I have but um, I I think it's something that everybody who's part of the church Mm. values and some some people are absolutely brilliant at it, far better than than me and I'm grateful for them. Yeah, Uh, you know, I... I arrived in Worcester five years ago, roughly, roughly <laughs> that. Um, Seems like longer, Joe. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> but you know, too long. <laughs> all right, thanks. <laughs> thanks. 
You said that, not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watch it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but I remember when I arrived, you know, I was uh, welcomed into the church very quickly. I, you know, it very quickly became uh, like a, a new family for me. Um, you know, having yeah. been at home and moving abroad to, to do my time out there and then coming back, you know, it did feel like coming into a new family and um you know um i know i use it when i when i'm hosting um either online or on a sunday morning or whether i'm leading where i'm when i'm leading worship um i'm more inclined to use uh, a phrase along the lines of uh good morning church family or good morning you know church community or something like that because that's that's how it feels um, you know, you know nothing on any anywhere else I've been, and and you know some places do that more than others. But this is definitely somewhere where um, I felt at home. Um, I know Ellie feels the same way, and you know looking at sort of the next sort of chapter of our life. Obviously, things change relatively soon, <laughs> um, but like we're we're um, and this is a conversation I had with Noah recently was you know we're confident that we're surrounded with people who mm. who uh, we trust like family and we see as family to support us mm. in our spiritual walk but also in the walk of our everyday life you know going to work um not that we get driven or get walked to school or anything <laughs> like that but that you know people support us in in yeah. in our in our journeys and yeah anything from you yeah, I mean, I, I found City Church kind of in my my, th- my third out of four years at uni. Um, and, you know, I... I it took you so long. Yeah, I know. I know. And to be honest with you, I think I was um, kind of working out what I wanted in it, it, to find in a church and what, um, what fitted me as, in, in terms of church. And the one thing I kind of I felt at the moment I walked through the doors of City Church was this is family hmm. and this is home right. and actually for me that's that's cool we're we're, t- we're working together we are a community a family together you know striving to to um to spread the good news of god in our city in our places of work um and yeah and it's just that element of we're we're there together arm in arm and and yeah and that was one of the things that really struck me about City Church the moment I walked through the door, really, mm. that it was home and that it was family. Um, and so, yeah, so very much what Joe was saying about um, I always know that I've got that family there behind me. Yeah. Yeah. I think something that I've admired as a, as a member of the family since, mm. since coming to Worcester was how much we support um, mission. Mm. and sort of bringing hope to areas that need that you know we've got so many people around the world in so many different places doing that mission but mission is also what we're doing here in Worcester yeah. and and you know we're always um wanting to be a part of that and you know since I started with the youth and 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 leading the youth by myself and then with Ellie and with Phoebe and, and the rest of the team it's something that we are Still encouraged to do. Um, do you want to talk a bit more about mission and that and that hope that, that the church tries um, to bring? It's, it has to be important to to everybody who's a Christian. It has to be important to every church, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Um, 
I don't think it's been as strong um, in City Church at times as we would like it to have been. But, uh, I mean, we, we have supported people in other nations and still do. And we've got the, uh, the Partners in Mission team who uh, help kind of coordinate that and look after that, and they do a great job. Mm. Um, that will continue and will continue in slightly different ways with people who, who are taking good news into other places but are based here. But as well, it's, it's here, it's what goes on here, it's running Alpha courses, it's, it's yeah. the way that we interact with people around us. It's just something that we are, something that we carry inside of us because of mm. Jesus, because of the change that he has made in us. Um, so all our gatherings, we want to, um, to be much more aware of that. So uh, last Sunday, Easter Sunday morning, when we were outside uh, this building and enjoying the sunshine and um, having a great time. But there were guests among us who were there because it was the occasion and we wanted to say, look, if you want to find out more about who God is and how you can know more about him, then talk to us because we have found hope and we want you to be able to find hope as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think you know, it, it's, people can get kind of um, I'm not sure what the right word is, but sometimes get caught on mission is going and, and doing stuff, mm-hmm. isn't it? But like you just said, it's stuff that we do here, it's stuff that we're doing now in the community that we live in. Um, yeah. You know, I've had good conversations with those who have been leading the Alpha Group recently and those who've been a part of it, and they've really, really valued that. And that's that's just as much mission as as you know traveling abroad yeah, and doing, of course it, isn't it is and, of course it is and yes. I, I think you know seeing you know it, we can get caught up but i think that's something for me like i yeah. said before we are before i asked the question is that i've really valued is, is that it's not always the let's see how wide we can go it's the you know let's what what we're we doing around us what we're we doing in the community yeah. that we live in so yeah, yeah, I, yeah. i think that's great yeah, and actually what's amazed me about City Church is how we surround mission with prayer and actually um, how as a church we actively take time to pray for mission and pray about yeah. mission and those that are out, out doing do mission in various areas, whether it's out of the country or in, in the UK, that, yeah, we, we support them with prayer and blessing. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And that, yeah, that's something really, really important. I yeah. Think. yeah, and even what we've, what people have been doing through this Ukraine crisis and continuing to do the, the amount of money that this church has given into that yeah. uh, in something like ten thousand pounds already, which is just colossal yeah. amount of money. And we've been able to to give that because that's that's a part of it. That's a part of hope and and, yeah. just, and standing with people. So it's kind of family because particularly with with Victor, but with others, we're saying yeah. we want to support you. But it's also here. Here's hope. What does hope look like? It looks like these people having money to better buy food or to to uh, get their family out yeah. of a dangerous situation or whatever. Yeah, mm. great. So the fourth one, the, okay. the, the, the transformation, the yeah. influence. You've mentioned it being wider than just the four walls yeah. of City Church. Can you let us know a little bit more about that one? Yeah, this is, <laughs> as long as I've been in City Church, I think this has always been an important part of 
who we are and, and what we do. And there are lots and lots of different initiatives in the, the city, which have actually started here among the people who were part of, of City Church. Um, and those initiatives have wanted to bring change into whatever environment it is. So whether it's in education or healthcare or business or um, whatever it, it might be. And we, we talked a few years ago, we went through this series where we looked at seven, uh, we called them mountains of influence because we took the idea from somebody else who uh, coined that phrase. So all the best ideas come from other people, don't yeah. they? <laughs> um, but I think that's a strong motivation for a lot of people. And so we, we want to, to recognize that because there, there is so much around us. God's put us in a, in a good world, but we know that the world is a, you know, it's just messed up by all the, the really poor decisions that we make all mm. of the, the time out of the wrong motivation. So we don't need to, to go through the, the whole list now. Some of them are obvious, some of them are much more to the fore than they used to be. The whole area of the environment and stewardship and, and so on is one of those. Mm. But uh, rights for people, um, considering how people who just have a different approach to life and there may be some, um, some very different things in the way that they think about life, uh, how we, uh, we enable people to find a God who brings transformation and who sets us in the direction that we are designed to, to be in. So a very kind of small scale example is the, um, the Sozo ministry that we run, that Henry yeah. and Anita run and that Rodney and Sonia started. I mean, that's, that's a transformational ministry at an individual level. So, I've benefited from that hugely, not because I was in a really desperate situation, but because I just wanted to encounter God in a different way, in a way that helped me see things that I couldn't see. And I've, uh, they, they have, for me personally, been transformational. I, personally, I think everybody should, uh, mm -hmm. um, should go through one or two of those just to have the opportunity to say, God, what are you saying to me in this context? But we want that in broader context as well. And to be investing in people who can go from what we do within the church and take God's transformation out into their situations, their neighborhoods, their occupations, their families, their, their nations, whatever they are. I think, I think one area that that's been really um encouraged that we've been a part of um it's the developing leaders group that yeah. um you and richard put together what, I, I have to say predominantly, predominantly richard, richard. Predominantly yeah. richard. let's give credit where credit's due <laughs> well when when richard sort of uh, started communicating to us about it what oh, i don't even remember when it was it was a long time ago it feels like a long time ago now yeah it was more than uh probably about 18 months yeah yeah and one of the areas that he made very clear very early on was it's not just you as a leader in church. Sure. It's mm. how do you um, take take God into your situation mm. and how do you lead from there? Um, and I think that's been really insightful and really encouraging because that sort of comes under that, doesn't it, of how do we go into you know, the areas where we live and you know, uh, 
some people do work in areas that, you know, uh, where we're trying to bring sustainability. Some people bring it into education and, and mm. business and all of those different types of areas. And they can really, you know, through um, being spirit led, can bring change yeah. and, and, and into those places that you've you've said. And obviously we discussed this before we started this morning and there's many areas there that as well that you know you've not mentioned now yeah but are just as important to i I think one of the keys is when we we understand from uh reading the bible but also from interacting with god that that is his calling for us in that situation why are we put into that situation in order to bring change and quite often we we're, we ask the question, something goes wrong and we say, oh no, what am I doing here in the middle of this mess? And the reason is because God's put you in the middle of that mess to bring peace into it, to bring change and to bring transformation. Yeah, great. And the last of the five points, and then we'll, we'll uh, start to bring it to, to an end. Yeah. Um, but uh, point five, unity. Yes. Um, you summed it up quite well earlier in how, how, you, how you see that happening. Do you want yeah. to just... Uh... Yeah. I mean, the, the question is, how many churches are there in Worcester? One. There's one church in Worcester, and it's the Church of Jesus. It's his church. We're a part of that church. Um, we're no better and no worse than, than anybody else. We are just expressing it in a slightly different way. Mm. And so it's not just oh yes we might be part of of something but we are part of something we can't help but be part of something because that's who jesus is that's where he is he's in his church and whether it's the church that worships in this building or that building whether they come from this tradition or that tradition it's at a very fundamental theological level there's no other way to respond other than saying these are my brothers these are my sisters so we will work together mm-hmm. so we make space for um, activities that are between churches we will prioritize those um, I pray each week with a group of leaders from around the churches it's an open invitation any of the churches can send their leaders I choose to make it a priority uh, every time I'm in Worcester if I'm in Worcester I'll be there mm-hmm. because for me that's one of the most significant things I can do as a representative of leadership in the city. Mm. So it's it's a really simple thing. It's so obvious, you might say, does it really need to be there? Mm. Um, personally, I think it does. Uh, and if people say it doesn't need to be there, that's because they already got that idea. They already realise that that's important. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, we've already seen so much power in terms of being unified with other churches. I mean, yeah. you just have to look at the Passion Play exactly. that was here yeah. the other week. I mean, and I didn't get a chance to see it, unfortunately, but the images that you that, that you could see of, of community, of people coming together, the amount of people was just incredible. Yeah, extraordinary. That just an incredible story. Yeah. You know? yeah. But there'd never been anything like that in Worcester before. And it only happened because people committed themselves to doing something together. Mm. Yeah. Great. Um, just thinking, uh, just to just to <laughs> sort of draw this time to a close. Well done. To, somebody needs yeah, to somebody yeah, needs. get a grip, Joe. Um, so um, I'm going to merge two questions together. Okay. Um, and um, 
Why have you chosen to do this now? Yeah. And what are you hoping people are going to get from okay. from the next sort of series of talks? Um, I think it's just where where the church has reached in this journey. We we're clearly on a journey. None of us know really exactly what it's going to look like at the end, but we know that there's change, and we've been on this journey of change for some time now. Um, and I, you know, we've we've got a um, a newer group of leaders making decisions about the way that things happen but we together need to know why those things are happening why those things are important why are we having a church camp why why bother doing that it's a lot of work it's a bit of expense for people it's a it's a commitment so we have to know why we're we're doing that so it's it's the reasons behind the why and now is the right time to do those so over the next few weeks we will look at different aspects of these a uh, whole load of people doing this not just me thankfully and um, then at the camp in particular I think we'll take one of these we'll examine it together uh, we've got two more kind of formal meetings at the the camp uh, so that will provide some of the content for that um, and then uh, hopefully we'll begin to see those things worked out as we move forward through this through the summer summer will probably be a bit quiet but on into the autumn and um, see some new things happening then. Yeah. Great. Graham, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, thank you.